StatsCan giving us our first glimpse into how the Canadian economy fared for 2021. Another year, of course, that was dominated by the pandemic, COVID, and lockdowns, particularly the province of Ontario. David McDonald is a senior economist for the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, and he joins us now for more on this. David, good afternoon. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here as always. Okay, what is the verdict when it comes to the Canadian economy for 2021? We're back in part. Uh, So in November of 2021, which is now the most recent data we've got for the the real GDP numbers, we're back to where we were pre-pandemic. So we're slightly above the real GDP that we saw in February 2019. Uh, This is or sorry, February 2020. Um, this is very positive news in the sense that uh, we, we have recovered up to where we were. Now, of course, the population's bigger. Uh, and so, you know, relatively speaking on a per capita basis, uh, we're still behind, but it's an important milestone. Uh, we have to remember where we went. I mean, from February 2020 to April 2020, we saw one fifth of all economic activity in this country cease in a single month. I mean, it's just unheard of. Uh, it's actually a bigger, you know, bigger decline than we saw in the the unemployment figures, where we saw 13% unemployment. It wasn't sort of 20% unemployment. Uh, we've clawed our way back from there, uh, and so this is a an important touchstone. We're not all the way back, but it's certainly an important touchstone with the November data. And most sectors doing fairly well. I was reading that both service and goods producing sectors or industries, uh, 17 of 20 of those, are uh, posting increases for November. Very broad-based expansion across the board, uh, being led by uh, manufacturing and wholesaling. Uh, On the one side for manufacturing, there was a decent restart in a lot of the auto plants that had been held up by some of these chip shortages. It has really uh, been a bugbear for that particular industry. On the wholesaling front, um, despite the shutdown of the ports in Vancouver, um, which affected farm wholesale exports, wholesaling in general has still done relatively well. Um, one of the sectors that did see a decline in November was uh, the mining oil and gas. On the one side, coal mining is down substantially due to what happened uh, with the flooding in Vancouver in November. They couldn't export the coal, and so the mining of it fell off. Uh, and there was a there was a bit of a decline in uh, in uh, oil and gas activity in Alberta, um, but they had already sort of reached the pre-pandemic levels last month or October, uh, but fairly broad based. And so, I mean, it's important to remember that this is as of November. Uh, December will likely see an additional increase in GDP. It's quite common to see uh, spending go up, particularly around uh, holiday expenditures. I mean, what will be very interesting to see is what happens in the early months of 2022 when it comes to real GDP. All right. Before we get to 2022, just let me ask you finally about 2021. I know they're saying that uh, growth for the full year is around 4.9%. Can you put that number in some sort of context or perspective for us, David? What does five percent growth uh, over the year uh, mean? Is that a good number? Uh, I mean, it is in terms of uh, in terms of real GDP. So this would be stronger. I mean, you you sort of expect the the benchmark is you sort of expect five percent nominal, which includes inflation, or three percent real would be considered sort of average or decent. Uh, I mean, we have to remember here that we went down twenty percent to start, and so we're we're clawing our way back to where we. You know, we've, we've clawed our way back to where we were a year and a half ago, and so or almost two years ago now. Um, and so, you know, the growth in the last two years has been extraordinary because we started from such a low level. 
All right. So what are the forecasts then moving forward for 2022? Is it generally positive? And how has Omicron affected things, particularly here in Ontario, where we've seen a uh, lockdown in just yesterday, uh, phase one of the reopening uh, starting or happening? Is it going to be a case of 2022 similar to last year where it's a bit of a rough start and then we come roaring back? Yeah, I mean, certainly in 2021, uh, we we actually saw the economy shrink between uh, March and May. Uh, and so this was kind of at the tail end of that lockdown in 2021 in the spring where we opened up early and then locked right back down again. I mean, hopefully that's not what's going to happen this time around. Uh, but last year, that was that was what we experienced and, and you know, pulled pulled growth back, pulled GDP back as a result. Uh, the projections for growth in this year uh, is to have continuing relatively high inflation that's going to end above, you know, not quite what we saw this year, around 5%, but more like around 3%, um, but continued relatively high GDP growth. This is still in some sense catching up to where we were uh, once we adjust for population growth. Uh, And so it will likely be another fairly positive year. Um, Hopefully, Omicron has not substantially reduce that growth picture. Uh, And it'll be a couple months before we see. The labor force survey gives us some more up-to-date estimates of what's happening in the economy. And we're going to see that data come out on Friday. And that'll tell us what happened in the labor market in January. Um, We won't see the updated uh, monthly GDP stats for another couple months. So I think really Friday will tell us what the impact of Omicron was, particularly on the labor market. And we could probably infer from that what the impact will be on uh, on the GDP figures. Okay, you mentioned high inflation. How much of an effect is that going to have on the economy moving forward in 2022? Because obviously, if prices continue to rise or they stay high, you would have to think that's going to affect demand. Yeah, I mean, these are these are uh, uh, real gross domestic product, and so that takes out inflation. So we're talking about the economy without inflation or subtracting inflation. Uh, you know, the the both can go up. I mean, you can see nominal GDP go up because inflation's going up, or because the underlying growth is going up. Uh, it's likely in 2022 that both are going to go up, uh, not not more so, but that they'll remain above sort of historic average. So we'll see higher than normal. Um, uh, nominal GDP, part of that will be the GDP inflator or the sort of inflation part of GDP. Uh, but we'll also see decent uh, real gross domestic product uh, go up as well, um, just because we're sort of recovering from uh, COVID. And hopefully, uh, Omicron is one of the, if not the last wave, and we can continue with the reopening of, of key parts of the economy. All right, just finally, you got less than 30 seconds here, but overall, how are you feeling about the economy in 2022? Are you feeling bullish? I, I, I think it's going to be a positive year. Uh, you know, I think the start of the year has been a little rough on people, particularly with Omicron. Um, hopefully, the rest of the year is more smooth sailing where we can start to iron out some of these supply uh, chain issues, uh, you know, iron out some of these things that are driving inflation. Um, and hopefully 2022 will be a better year than the previous two years, which are pretty rough on a lot of people. Here's to that. David, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much. There goes David McDonald, Senior Economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. And we're back after a break. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.